and that lets you save look here true form life green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of our True Form Life community and coming in to see what we have going on. If you're listening on terrestrial radio across Canada or around the world as a podcast, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. So thank you for tuning in. Today, I have another amazing guest. This is Chris Kadowski. And wow, I was a little blown back blown away to be honest with you and I was it's rare I would say it's rare when I'm talking to someone about fitness or health in general where I'm like wow I know so little about this subject and Chris is a wealth of knowledge you're going to hear very quickly how well informed he is around pain and how much he knows about it he's been studying this subject over 20 years and he has so much to offer it's incredible he's a speaker author coach He's trained Navy SEALs, professional athletes, modern housewives, and I think it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing, we all deal with pain on some type of level. And Chris is going to talk about how he healed his own knee pain, how he can help heal back pain, sciatica, how our glutes are really so tight they're causing a a lot of pain in our lives. And I think any more than anything, he's going to explain how we don't have to deal with or live with pain on a regular basis. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. Uh... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Chris in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you very much, Drew. I'm delighted to be here. It's our pleasure, and I'm super excited to get into this. We haven't actually had someone talk about pain specifically, so we'll get into that shortly. But Chris, tell us about yourself here. Give us a a snippet of your background so our listeners can get a chance to understand you and where you came from. All right, man. Well, I mean, as long as I can remember, I grew up playing sports. And uh, the last time that I played any sport competitively was when uh, I ended up quitting the uh, football team at the University at Buffalo. I was a sophomore and I was a walk on and uh, I was kind of starting to get beat up. They transferred me from cornerback to wide receiver. And instead of hitting people, now I'm getting hit. And I looked at the coach when I had my, my meeting at the end of the year and I said, you know, uh, I walked on. Is there uh, any type of um, uh, benefit coming my way? Am I going to get like a scholarship or something? And he kind of hemmed and he hawed. And I said, coach, you know, if you can't tell me yes today, I'm going to have to step down. Um, so he couldn't tell me yes. I stepped down and then I decided that if I can't get into the NFL, which was my original dream, I want to help people get into the NFL. So I became a strength and conditioning coach. I started off at the University at Buffalo as a student assistant strength and conditioning coach. Uh, Got a lot of success. I had a lot of success over there. I was working with some of the track and field athletes, some of the football players, then also exclusively with the women's basketball team. 
And uh, especially with the women's basketball team, the coach right away saw the benefits of the type of strength training that I was doing. From there, I ended up getting a graduate assistantship at the University of Hawaii. And uh, the rest was history, man. I met, met Devon Bess in 2005. He was straight out of jail. And walking on to the University of Hawaii football team and nobody wanted to help him. Everybody was kind of like, you know, he's the plague. Like this dude just got out of jail. Stay away. Uh, and he came up to me and I said, Hey man, you know, I see that you are helping a lot of other people around here. Would you be able to help me? So I kind of tested him and I gave him a program and I said, follow this for the next month. And he did it to a T. I watched him every time he came in. So, uh, when he got into the NFL, it was about two years later, he brought me back down or he brought me down to uh, Florida where I reside now. And, uh, when he got traded to, well, Cleveland, I stayed here. I opened up my own CrossFit gym and then I closed my CrossFit gym. And now I solely work uh, getting rid of people's pain. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Why does pain? Is it because of some injuries that you've been through? Why do you, why do you specifically enjoy working with those that need to alleviate, alleviate pain? Well, that's another story, man. So uh, 14 years old, I'm running up and down the court at the Cheek Dewaga Boys and Girls Club playing basketball. And I wake up the next day uh, and I my knees are just uh, in incredible pain. And the last thing that I can remember is they felt kind of rubbery. They felt like there were pins and needles in them. And I, I was just like, OK, this is weird. Went to bed, wake up in a lot of pain. And I went to school. The nurse saw me w- walking upstairs in, in a lot of pain. And she was like, what's wrong? I told her my knees hurt. And she said, okay, I'm going to call your mom. Mom takes me to the doctor and the doctor does an x-ray. Now this is circa 1991, 1992. He does an x-ray and he brings the x-ray back into the room and puts it up on the board and looks at my mom and says, this is the perfect bone structure of a healthy 14 year old boy. I don't know why his knees hurt. And my mom looked at me and I was like, mom, I swear to you, like they're, they're killing me. Like they, and my mom's like, well, he's obviously in pain. And he's like, It'll go away. That's all he said to me. I mean, the guy didn't even touch my knees, nothing like that. So for the next 16 years of my life, all the way up until I was 30 years old, I did everything that I wanted to do with the most excruciating pain in both of my knees. And it finally came down to the point where I did a 100-mile bike ride around the island of Oahu. I got home. And I remember cracking open a beer. I turned on the TV and I sat down and my knees were just throbbing and I couldn't take it anymore, man. And I literally just started sobbing on the couch. Like I just I, I cried for about five to seven minutes. And I was like, why do I have to be a strength coach and love to exercise? Why can't I be like a gap uh, employee? Why can't I work for Wall Street? Like, why does my profession have to be in line with my pain? And it frustrated me to no end. And what I find is that when people are in pain, there's only two types of people. One person is going to do whatever it takes to get out of that pain, no matter what. And the second person, it doesn't matter how long they try to survive for, they will eventually give up. And it was at that point where I broke down and I was actually crying due to the pain in my knees where I said, I need to find out how to fix this. And I did. I ended up finding out how to fix it. And um, that's what I do now. There was something modern medicine was lacking when it came to how we view pain. And as I started to heal my own pain, 
I became enamored with it. And I was like, this stuff is absolutely fascinating. And as I started to go down this rabbit hole that pain is in the human body, I mean, every single year I started to develop better and better ways to not only test where pain is coming from, but to get rid of it. And now I'm at the point where literally my practice changes probably like every four to six months. And we're starting to find out that pain in the human body is, is kind of like an enigma. Um, unless if you have this secret key and you understand how it really does work, you're not going to be able to get rid of it with a pill, a shot, or a knife. It just doesn't work like that. The body doesn't work like that. So what did you do to alleviate your knee pain? Well, I found out that I had every trigger point known to man in each one of my quadriceps. They were as tight as tight can be. And they were knotted. They were very stringy. So as I started to press into my quadriceps, I was like, oh my goodness, man, like this is nasty. This is not what muscle tissue is supposed to feel like. I mean, it felt like someone just dumped a bag of gravel in, in inside my leg. And as I started to apply pressure, get on a foam roller, get on a lacrosse ball, a softball, a baseball, things like that. And I, as I was hitting these hard nodules, it was reproducing the pain that I had when I would run, when I would jump, when I would squat, when I would sit in a car for too long. And the basic premise of that was as my muscle tissue tightened up, my patella tendon had less and less of an ability to expand. The more that I flexed my knee, the more that, the, the more that I brought my heel closer to my butt, I was running out of room in the lower portion of my knee. It just it couldn't expand anymore because of how tight and tied up the tissue was. And the way that you think about this is if you take a length of rope and tie about 10 knots in it, you now have an effectively shorter length of rope. One of the things I, I know about the body is it is very, very, very good and very deceptive when it comes to pain. It's very good at hiding it, and it's very deceptive when you're trying to find it. And there are times where you will not find something wrong in the body until you release something else. So a lot of times when I work on people, they'll wake up the next day and they say, I feel worse, like there's something else going on. And I say, this is in accordance with my laws. Don't worry about it. Come in for your next session. I work with them. And what we end up finding out is that there's problems that all of a sudden spontaneously arose in other areas of the body. And when you look at the muscular system, we look at the muscular system as 600 individual muscles. And when it comes to fascia, which is what a lot of scientists and doctors and physiologists are studying now, is we're actually finding out that muscle tissue is just one gigantic web with 600 different pockets. You see what I'm saying? And when you, when you release or tighten up one pocket, what, it ends up ha what ends up happening is it acts like a fishnet or any type of net for that matter. If you pull on a net, you see the entire rest of the net come along to where you're pulling. So it doesn't matter if your bicep gets tight and, that's the pro or, and, and that feels like a, a problem. What can actually be happening is a tight trap, which is raising your shoulder up towards your neck, effectively shortening your bicep. So our bicep hurts, and what do we do? We go and we smash the living daylights out of the bicep. And when it comes to... Um, the medical system here in the United States, we love treating us some symptoms. 
You come with a, a symptom and we will treat the heck out of that symptom. Okay, but where's the problem? If the symptom's not going away, there's got to be a different problem somewhere in the body that's hanging on to that area for dear life saying, I am in trouble. And that's where we need to look and that's what we need to find in order to truly heal people or in, in order to truly get rid of their pain. And how do you find that? <clears throat> well, muscles tell a story. It's just that simple, my man. Muscles tell a story. So you start to palpate certain areas of the body. If you have fantastic resources like some of Eric Dalton's books or uh, some of Thomas Meyer's books, Anatomy Trains, you can actually look at fascial lines in the body that are connected from your nose to your toes. So let's say if your trap isn't releasing, you can go down somewhere into like your quadratus lumborum and check that area. Okay, is that fibrotic? Are there lumps or bumps in there? Is there are there cables? Does it feel like there's cables? Is it sandy? Is it real gritty? All right, that tells me that your body's not clearing out a lot of the metabolic um, waste from muscle energy production and it's tight. Capillaries are being restricted. If that area is clear, we can go to the TFL. Thomas Meyer shows if the TFL is okay, we want to check our um, peroneus muscle. And there are a lot of times where people come to me and they have neck, head, neck, and shoulder problems. And I start off first by working on their calf muscles. And they're just like, what the heck are you doing? Like, is this a voodoo? Like, what, <laughs> what's going on? And as I start to work on their calf muscles, uh, I have them stand up and walk around. And I'm like, how, you, how do you feel? And they're like, well, my, my neck actually feels a lot looser right now. And I explain to them these fascial path, pathways that, that are in the body. Only when I release those calf muscles can I now effectively treat the head, neck, and shoulders. And, and this is the, the fascination that I get to. I've been a physiology geek for uh, probably almost a little over 20 years now. If you manually mess something up in the body, you can manually fix it. You don't have to get shots. You don't have to take copious amounts of pills or supplements. And you definitely don't have to get surgery. Now, if you're playing basketball one weekend and all of a sudden you hear a loud pop in your knee and you're looking at it and your kneecap is on the side of your leg, that's not something you can go and foam roll. <laughs> that's something that's going to require surgical intervention or, or you know, at least a couple, a couple days in the hospital or something like that to figure that out. So... If you have done nothing, if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you've never had any injuries before and you're getting pain in your knee, your ankle, your hip, you need to start to do searches on Google for trigger point therapy, for adhesions, any type of myoskeletal alignment, any type of fascial realignment therapy. Rolfing will do a great job for you. Those things are going to be able to get your pain away much, much faster than going to an osteopathic doctor or in some cases even a chiropractor too. My book, The Back Pain Bible, I tell people if you have back pain, you have a butt problem. Your butt is messed up and we need to fix the butt in order to fix the back. And a lot of chiropractors, they don't treat the back that way. They just feel like fixing that subluxation is going to stop pinching the nerves and your back pain is going to go away. Well, it goes away momentarily. It's an acute fix. I'm in it for longevity because I know that I, at 16 years of knee pain, I just I couldn't take it anymore, man. It was making me go insane. 
I don't really like making the correlation between a car and a human being, but if I take your car, your car's front right tire, and I turn it out 75 degrees, and I say, Drew, go ahead, bro, drive home, you know, and we're all sitting back kind of like chuckling. We know what's going to happen. Everybody knows what's going to happen. You're probably going to get 400 meters down the road, and your right front tire is going to blow up, all right? So, but in the same respect, we can go to the beach or we can go to a concert or we can go to the mall and we watch people walk with their feet pointing 75 degrees out and we think that's a perfectly normal and acceptable way to walk, all right? And what that shows right there is that we have tight obturators, tight glutes, and if we are walking forward, how come our feet aren't facing forward? You see what I'm saying? So that was her argument. She said the feet, everything starts with the feet. And I agree to a point. In my opinion, for me, everything starts with your atlas, your first cervical vertebrae, because it's the foundation upon which your head sits. Okay, and what we find out, what I find out through my practice and the people that I help is it doesn't matter where your pain is coming from in the body. It is likely due to a postural alignment problem that starts with your atlas. And when your atlas goes off, oh my goodness, dude, your body compensates like you will not believe. It'll hike a hip. It'll shorten up part of your back. It'll um, tighten up a calf muscle. It'll tighten up a scalene and move your shoulder closer to your ear. And then what ends up happening when we have compensation in the body, we have pain. When we have unilateral tightness, we get pain. If we have bilateral tightness, we just have tightness. Okay, so it goes back to that whole car analogy that I gave you. If both tires are pointing forward, you get home, no problem. If one tire is pointing out even just a little bit, and you're going straight, that tire is going to grind on the road. It's going to pop. And then all of a sudden, Drew's calling you know, roadside assistance or something like that. Well, same thing in the human body. If our feet are not pointing forward, that's where a lot of people can start. If your feet aren't pointing forward, we need to stretch those glutes. Our society is becoming very well known for just sitting and not being very active. Right. So we got a lot of guys like Kelly Starrett writing books like Deskbound and saying uh, sitting is the new smoking. And while I agree with some of that to kind of get people off of their butt, I I spend a lot of my time with people who have standing desks that have the same problems. I work on a lot of nurses and doctors that are on their feet all day. And the, the thing about it is that when you are seated and you are actually limiting your mobility then you're going to need to do some stretching and you're going to have to extend your body in order to correct yourself. Well, what happens if you're standing in extension all day? If you're standing in extension all day, then we need to go into flexion. So the people that have strictly standing desks or the people that I work with that are standing all day, I teach them how to do a caveman sit. And I tell them, I say, when was the last time you took your hips through a full range of motion? When was the last time you decompressed your spine by sitting all the way down? Um, Gary Lynham, who runs the human garage, that uh, I love it whenever he talks because it, it, I, it feels like I'm listening to myself. But he says that he spends about four to six hours a day in a squat just because of how it decompresses his entire body. 
he says that he talks on the phone when he's in a squat. Like if he's going to talk on the phone, he's going to get down into a deep squat. He's going to open up his knees, expand his chest, decompress his, his spine, um, full, fully um, flex and relax his knee flex or his uh, hip flexors. I mean, the list goes on and on. So when you're standing too much, you can get you can have just as many problems as people who are sitting too much. And what I try, try to tell people is have a little bit of a balance between the two. If you don't have a standing desk, get up about every 20 to 30 minutes. And if you do have a standing desk, sit down. Maybe when your legs get tired or if you start to find yourself getting a little agitated, like you're shifting your weight from side to side too often or you're just like, man, I feel like I got to sit down for a second – your body, your your body is the smartest thing that that you have going for you. If you're not listening to it, you're just gonna, you know, you're gonna run it out of service. You're you're always gonna something's always gonna be bothering you. You're always gonna be broke. Chris, I want to ask you a couple of questions. We don't have too much time left. Can you okay. talk about maybe for about two minutes? Can you? I know it's an in depth subject, but I hear a lot of issues around sciatica. You you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people are talking about it. Can you talk? Can you give us a couple minutes on that subject? Sure, man. Uh, I have a video on YouTube. It's a short video. I think about two and a half minutes, and it's called "Your Glute Minimus." Congratulations, you have fake sciatica. All right, and we have this little muscle that is on the side of our hip, and it attaches from our pelvis to uh, the the greater trochanter, the head of the femur. All right, and what this guy does is it stabilizes the femur every time your body shifts weight, and this can happen while you're sleeping, sitting, standing, running. It doesn't matter. When this guy gets tight, it starts to produce pain down the leg. It can go all the way down into the foot. So people come to me and they say, Chris, I got sciatica. And I said, bend over and touch your toes. And they bend over and they touch their toes. And I say, no, you don't. You have fake sciatica. If you had, fi- if you had real sciatica, your test is bend over and try and touch your toes. If you can't even touch your knees, then I feel very sorry for you because you do have sciatica. And that is a much more challenging um, injury to get rid of. You got to get deep down into the piriformis the obturators, the gramelli, things like that, and really, I mean, rip and grind this tissue apart to open it up. When you can bend over and touch your toes, you probably have either a tight glute medius or a tight glute minimus. And all that takes is about four to six minutes of rolling that muscle on a lacrosse ball per day to get rid of it. So with sciatica, those are your two tests, man, or your one test. Just bend over and touch your toes. Can you do it? If you can, you got fake sciatica. Look in the glute minimus. Um, check out that video on YouTube or just type it in um, Google, and you'll get a whole bunch of things back. And, uh, okay. you know, that's the thing is we're, we're never taught that the glute is actually comprised of three different parts. We think that our butt is just one big piece, and it's not. All right, we'll link that. I'll find that video and I'll link it in the show notes here, Chris. Do you have a morning routine? If you do, could you take 30 seconds for us? Yeah, absolutely, man. Morning routine, alarm clock goes off and I meditate for an hour. And all of my affirmations pour in. How do I want the day to go? You know, and I just send all that energy out to the universe. After that, I get up and I make um, a version of Bulletproof Coffee that I feel is a little bit more conducive to my day and what I'm doing. And then I go and hit the CrossFit gym. 
So I check I check to see how my books are doing on Amazon too, um, or right before I go to the CrossFit gym. But uh, really, ever since I started my morning with about an hour of meditation, um, man, my whole life has changed. Everything has changed. So if there's one fix that uh, I feel people can do themselves without with absolutely nothing. It's definitely try to start a meditative practice. And I know a lot of people are coming out to say that once again, but uh, it's 100% spot on, man. Wow, an hour. That's uh, yeah, that's serious meditation. Yeah, every day. Yep, <laughs> every day, man. And, uh, you know, it's like Gandhi, I can't remember who he was talking to, but he said, man, I got a busy day today. I need to meditate for two hours instead of one. And I can't tell you how contradictive that is to most people. But when you, I, I liken meditation to taking out your brain's trash in the morning. All right. So when you take out all that trash in the morning, guess what? You are, you 10x your production through the rest of the day. You 10x it because you're not sitting there thinking about the same 80,000 things that you normally do. You take all that trash out in the morning. You get up and it's like, okay, let me work now. And all of a sudden, people are like, "Man, what's up with Drew? Like that, like dude, he he's unstoppable now. Hey, look at him; he's putting out books and podcasts and writing articles. And like, how are you so productive? Well, I don't have any trash sitting around in my brain. One book that you'd recommend, Chris? One book that I'd recommend? Oh gosh, on what? On on anything? The first thing that comes to your mind on anything. The first thing that comes to my mind, I would probably say Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Love that book. Or one uh, B, I'm sorry, one B would be Stephen R or Stephen Covey's um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Awesome, Chris. You got a couple minutes here. Just tell us about your books, your website, anything you, in case our listeners want more information or want to connect with you on a deeper level. Okay, man. Sure. So my old website is downloadingdaily.com. And I started to realize that that's not really in alignment with my brand. So this summer, I'm actually creating my website called influentialhealthsolutions.com. So that is going to be where I would like everybody to go, I would probably say after July. And the old website will redirect and whatnot. But uh, oh, the, the other thing too is uh, my books can all be found on Amazon. I have three cookbooks. I actually, I have a vegan cookbook that has currently has two one-star reviews that I'm very proud of. I wrote it to kind of disrupt the vegan industry and whatnot. And I tell people, I say, this is not going to be your average vegan cookbook. A couple of vegans bought it and they're like, this is not a vegan cookbook. And I, I said, yes, this, you know, that's spot on. But uh, the other books that I have on there, the Everspace, the Back Pain Bible, uh, the Death of Dieting, uh, I, I got into a lot of work with nutrition that completely changed the life and the people of the, and, and that of the people around me as well. Uh, you find out about the truth in nutrition and all of a sudden it's like you have this endless um, kind of uh, gas station of energy that you, that you can tap into at any time. You eat the wrong foods and all of a sudden it's like, man, I just want to go to sleep and there goes that productivity thing that we talked about. But you can find all of them on Amazon by doing a simple search for my name and uh, I think that's about it, my friend. Awesome. Chris, that was amazing. Thank you so much for all the details and information. I feel like... I need to do a whole lot more research to 
<laughs> to, to catch up a bit that's hey man that's that's me and you both bro i i can't stop researching this stuff and if anybody out there well first off i really hope that i provide a lot of value for everybody out there but if anybody has any type of questions please feel free to email me or uh just drop me a line on twitter or facebook one of those two as well all right awesome thanks chris all right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So your downloads, your your reviews, your shares, everything that you do to, to contribute to the show really means a lot to us and is the reason we're here week after week. And if you weren't blown away by that interview, I don't know what would impress you. <laughs> because Chris has so much information. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we all deal with pain on some level. And I think if we really dig deep and find the issue, instead of treating the external, it's really the, the internal, it's really the emotional side, it's really the root of the issue that we need to start addressing like Chris was talking about here. So I hope you got a lot from that interview. I certainly did. And I always feel grateful to have this platform and be able to sit across from experts like Chris to understand more about issues that come up in our lives. More details are going up on exploringmindedbody.com. If you ever miss a show, you can always go back and check out the show there. Feel free to download our free app on any Apple device so you can download the show and take you with it where take it take the show with you wherever you go. And more details on our website are at trueformlife.com. This is where we talk about more meal planning, recipes, grocery shopping lists, at-home workouts. We work more towards prevention as opposed to treatment. We want to help you live a healthy life all the time instead of when you need to lose some weight or or instead of when you when something comes up maybe like an injury so this is something that we can help with exclusively for exploring mind and body listeners our first month for our membership is only one dollar so if you'd like to check that out come on inside no obligation to stick around after if you don't enjoy but we have an amazing online community that i think you're gonna love check us out at trueformlife.com once again thank you so much for being here and i'm and i'm gonna leave you with that that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew tadia in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening you've been listening to exploring mind and body with true form life's drew tadia fitness expert to find out more about the show drew tadia or to listen to past shows visit exploringmindandbody.com